Welcome to Officially Underqualified, where two mates discuss with their limited experience and zero qualifications the ins and outs of sport, life, business, and events transpiring in the world today. So it's 2023 and officially underqualified is back. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks. Thank you to the Admiral. Welcome back. Marvellous effort that. I shan't be saying that. We've had quite a break. <sighs> Hello, Five mate. Or six weeks. Are you? How are you, mate? Are you well? Oh, here we are. Are you well rested? I feel like we were doing this last week. It's, it's been, been it, yeah. months. Yeah. Well, months. It's been, it's been uh, six weeks. Has it? Yeah, it's about okay. six weeks, I think. <laughs> It was just before Christmas we finished. Oh, we did. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. So, it's, uh, the, fan, the fan has been... Sorry, the fans. <laughs> Plural. There's, there is at least two. Yes. I've No, you know what? The last, couple of, last two weeks, I've had multiple questions. Well... When's the potty back? Yeah, well, I well it's a podcast. Uh, and <laughs> I was reached out to last week from a new listener. Reached around? No, that was the week before. Right, from another listener. Yes. Yes. My wife. <laughs> you uh, wish. I know. It's been years. It's yeah, that's now that's been months. <laughs> nah, I go all right. Who wouldn't? Mm. Who wouldn't want to hop on this? Do the bad thing. Jesus Christ! I know. Three Jesus. or four people at a time, surely. They can fit. What the fuck are we talking about? Nothing. Good podcast. So I was reached out <laughs> to by a new listener who was introduced to the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Who is this? Uh, Brian. Oh, old Brian. Oh, Brian the Sign Guy. That's it, Brian the Sign Guy. Brian okay. the Sign. Uh, great fella. He he messaged me and he said, uh, Matt, how do I get in into this Facebook page? I can't I can't get in. Right. So I send him You mean that Facebook group that we, we still are, haven't started yet? Yeah, well it's coming. We're good. It's coming. So it's Christmas twenty twenty three. Yeah. But and I sent him the <laughs> I sent him the link and said, mate, fill your boots. He goes, mm. mate, loving the podcast. Right. I listened to sixteen episodes yesterday. <laughs> Brian needs a hobby. Brian. Brian needs he, a hobby. He does. Well, he's got one. He's listening to our podcast. Yeah. And I looked at the stats and there was this massive day where there was like, oh, there was 16 episodes. Love you, to Brian. Him. Yeah. So it was quite <laughs> funny. So welcome. Welcome to the team. Welcome, Brian. You are officially underqualified. Well, he's clearly underqualified. We need to find out what team he supports so I know how much to hate him or love him. Yeah. Well, he, he, where he's not, we're a release for him. He's... His uh his partner and 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 uh, her child mm. have no love for sport at all. Oh well, that's why we do this podcast exactly because. Well, no, I've brainwashed my children, <laughs> but did. I come here to talk about sport because Penny won't talk about it with me. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. So I pulled the short straw. You did. Yeah, but I think no I've had pun a good, intended. I I've had a pretty good break. Uh, I've I've I have missed. I've missed talking sport with you, mate. Have you? I have actually. Oh, there you go. Stranger things. That's the that's the that's the most touchy feely thing Matt's ever going to say on a podcast. Mm. That's as that's as much love as you. Will you be full here. of hate again soon? Well, there's a couple. I'm things, starting to get worried. There's a couple things there up on the board where it's already got my blood boiling. Okay, very good. Yeah, what what is up on the board? Welcome back, back into it. The break. We've had, well, this, is, this is the most organised we've been in a while. For six weeks at least. Somebody actually asked me um, over the break. They they had also listened to a couple of episodes from golf. Do you guys actually have any fucking plan of what you're going to talk about? Or are you just talking shit? I said, no, nah, no, nah, we write it all on a board like in an order. Oh. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. 
I don't know whether Fuck that, you, man. I don't know whether that's a... I could take that positively. Well, I took it as a compliment. Take it as a compliment. Because, sure. he, oh, he's, he meant it as one. Well, I'm being funny. But he, he sort of said, oh, it just sort of flows. I can't tell when you... You know, I said, oh, we just talk about a topic till it's come to its end, we think. Yes. One of us will eventually shoot the other one a look and say, it's time to move on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So and there you go. Here's one of those times. I think we should talk times. about... Moving on! I think we should talk about what is in the crosshairs for 2023. Right. Well, we are going to start a Facebook group. I'll tell you what, I'm going to do it tonight. And an Instagram page. You're going to do the Instagram. Okay, let's do that. Divide I'm going to start a Facebook group. I'm going to do it tonight. Yeah, when make I get sure you home. invite every single person into that group. Right. I'll do my best. Put the link on the on the page. There's yes. 160 people on that page. Hot damn. So we need to onto the group. Most the benefit, of them are from India. But that's the benefit, no, no, no. We didn't buy any, we didn't buy any viewers. But the benefit of the group is there's a lot more interaction within the group. So yeah, anyone the, can go in the group and post, right? The group means you can post abuse at us. Yes. Danny Beveridge, you can finally post your fucking penalty shootout goal. Yeah. You can do it yourself. Please do. Please do. We've lost it. The Admiral's been all over it, though. He's He's, he's been encouraging. We like it. Well, Very like, encouraging. I like Mr. Beveridge. I like the Richie Bano walking back out onto the pitch meme. GIF. If you will, mm. welcome back. Mem. Mem is some, as older people might call it. That's a gif. Gif. A meme is a static picture. Okay. A gif is a short clip. I forget you're in your 30s. I forget you're supposed to be in media. The yeah. fuck is wrong with you? you? Don't care for <laughs> gifs and gifs. Let's be honest here. Gifs and gifs. Can that be the name of this podcast? Gifts and gifs. You know how you normally put episode blah blah <laughs> and what and we talk about? This is it. Just gifts and so It's going to be episode 20. Can you believe we're up to myths, episode 20? Myths and gifts. <laughs> myths, gifts and gifs. You're a fucking idiot. This is what you do for a job. It is. <laughs> Speaking of your job. Yeah. Okay, well. What's the plans for uh, DBL Media? Well, we've got, a, we've, got, we've got some exciting things on the horizon for both of us. Yeah. And... I have decided that I'm going to try and do podcasting as a form of career. Full-time job. As a f- some sort of full-time job. I right. mean, digital marketing as it is, so it's not too much of a stretch, but and we have a couple clients as it is. Okay. So for those of you listening to this podcast who thinks Matt is an absolute moron, this is what he's going to do for a job. Mm. <laughs> I'm actually way more professional when I'm... Offering it as a service. Yes, I've listened to your other podcasts and it may as well be a totally different person. Yes. <laughs> so there are, but the, look, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to teach people how to be as good as I am. Oh, Jesus, I nearly choked on my water then. That was that was a legit nearly choke. That wasn't even fake. No, all the experience that I've gained over the last uh, 12 months of mm. podcasting, I'm going to hand that down to other people. and You're going to hand it down. Pass it on. Right. Pay okay. it forward. So if there's anyone out there anyone wanting out there, to start a podcast. Correct. If you don't know where to start, don't know what to do, reach out. Panicroomproductions.com right. uh, is the website. Mm-hmm. You can also send us a message on the on the interwebs, on Facebook. Very good. On the, send on us the a miff, a gif, or a tiff. Or a jiff. <laughs> Whatever you like. Queef. <laughs> a pelican's queef. <laughs> yeah. send, send it from the southwest. Yes. It's <laughs> a slight breeze from the southwest. Oh, I forgot about pelican's queef. Yes. Just, uh, this is the worst start to a podcast. No, but what about had. you? What about you, Greg? <laughs> this is what the people love. What about you, Greg? You, you've had some things going on with Top Dog. Yeah, we got lots going on, mate. I don't know, but do people care? 
Do they care? Oh, who cares? Who we cares? We've got we to do our due diligence for ourselves. All, right. All we do is give back. We do. Well, look, there's a little something in the background that's happening now, which I won't go into. Yes. But we are doing everything now, which is kind of cool. So in the last sort of months, we've brought on um, Matthew Francis. Yes. Of play golf with him every week. Yes. Empire uh, Electrical. Empire Electrical. Wonderful he's, guy. Uh, he's coming on. He's not coming on board. He's still doing his own business. But um, by you by bringing him under our banner for some of our inspection stuff, he's we're able to now offer a smoke alarm certification and only, installation. Yeah, but the, only for normal size ceilings. Anyone with any high ceilings can't use. We can't actually use Matthew. Uh, he's only got a, he's only got a six foot ladder, which means he can get eight feet up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, he's gonna love that. Lucky he doesn't listen. Um, yeah, exactly. No, we're bringing. Uh, so we brought him in. We do building and pest inspections for people selling their home. Um, now we're able to install their smoke alarms, get them certified because they need to do that. We're also now pool safety qualified, um, so we can do your building, your pest, your pool, and your smoke alarms all on one invoice. Get your home ready to sell. Bang, it's out there. And uh, we've also today. You don't know this one, but we're in the process of um, liaising with Krista and Troy from Pool Gear Australia. Ex- yeah, well, excellent. Yeah, so they're going to sort of come in with us as well so that we're able to offer building, pest, pool certification, smoke alarm certification and pool equipment um, inspection because a lot of you buy a house and the pool filter's stuffed, it costs yeah. you thousands of dollars. You want to know that before you commit. So we're just trying to basically provide like a one-stop shop. If you're buying or selling your house, you don't need to call anyone else. Top dog. Yeah. Go to the top dog. That's it. Woof, woof. There you go. That's what's happening. Okay, excellent. Now, now We've already lost all of our listeners. No, but hang on. That At the start, of when we developed the mission of this podcast, it right. was life, business, and oh, sport. Oh, you're right. Okay. But mostly sport. Yeah. So we've done the business bit. So what, can we move on? Tick. Let's pl- quickly move on. Quickly move on. Other plans for 2023 for the actual podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going so deep in the NRL this year. Yes. We only got the tip last year. Just the tip. Because we, we started halfway through. We started the midway through. We started the midway through the season. Now we're going to have pre-season predictions. Yes. We're going to have KPIs. Yes. We're going to have tipping, betting. We're going to have spreadsheets. Well, we're going to have absolutely. we're going to we're going to make statements. We'll have to get Ronnie on board for the spreadsheets. We're, we're going to make statements that we're going to be held accountable for. No, you've gone too far. Well, we're going to be calling. <laughs> we're going to be calling out the, our top eights, our our wooden spooners, yep. our. Dally M's, yep. everything. We're okay. gonna we're gonna have everything out on the board. All right, I've got one for you. I think you and I need to have a back and forth weekly bet. Okay. It doesn't always have to be our team, but we have to have a weekly bet. Like you and I have to have a tip. I'm just ma- I'm literally making this up off the top of my head. Usually but I, do. But I feel like you and I need to have something to skin in the game. Skin in the yeah, game against each other. Yep. Right. So we pick a re- we pick a a game from each round. Where we think that team's got it. Now, even if they're heavy favourite. Yep. But that's two points on the spreadsheet. Yep. Okay. Right? And then the odd upset's really going to upset you. So you got to pick, and we're not allowed to pick the same game. Okay. So you've got to pick a team that week that you think that's going to win. That's the one. That's the one going to win. Yep. Um, maybe we do a bonus point if it is the highest winning game of the round. Highest margin of the round. Or we'll do something yeah, like we'll that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'd love to get some... Uh, Maybe some suggestions from the from the fans how mm. we could run that, but mm. that's a good idea. I like that. Or a punt. Well, the Facebook group's going to be up tonight. Yes, I want to see people who are listening to this. I want to see their punting. Yes, on the NRL. Absolutely. I want to see losses. 
I mainly want to see losses. I'd also be happy to see you wins. Yeah. Well, usually no one ever hears about the, the losses. No, but that's why I want to see them. Yeah. I want to see them. I want to see how bad it was. Yes. <laughs> so we're, we're definitely going to delve deep into the NRL. There'll okay. be some other sports along the way that we have to talk about. Uh, yep. And, and we're going to be big on the guests. I think we're, it's time. We've got a few people lined up already. Mm-hmm. Some big names. Big names. Big names. Well, you've got one guest that you've committed hard to. Yeah, threatened. Well, no. I'm talking about the match. The golf. Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, I'll let you... Okay, so look, in, in the break... Okay. In the break, the last episode of the podcast really put a lot of pressure on a couple of our listeners to come good with, you know, some gratis, some gratis golf. And... Tim Bray's just sent me a message <laughs> of you turning off <laughs> as we speak. Uh, and, and I'm telling you what, the, the boys up there at Sanctuary Cove... Timmy and Gailey. With a tip, by the way. Yeah. Excellent. And I tell you, not oh. bad. Threw the ball. I mean. Hit a fairway. Parred that hole. You hit a fairway. You did. You're right. I actually didn't play that bad that day <laughs> for not having played for four months. <laughs> yeah. Mate, the so, boys up there at Sanctuary Cove, they yes. rolled the red carpet out. They said, this is on us. Forever thankful. Mm-hmm. And it won't be the last time. No. But very enjoyable. And because of that, you know, we're watching Greg, Greg tee off. Oh, uh, look at good areas. Look at the posture. Look at that quality posture. That little pause at the top and hip. Ooh, oh, it was a little quick that one, but it, that was piped. That was down the middle. That was gone. That was good. That was driver. So thank you, boys. I really appreciate it. The course was in incredible condition. I've never seen that before, and and the the other people in the pro shop. I'll tell you the magnitude that officially underqualified has around the Sanctuary Cove traps, as it were. Mm. Ashley from the pro shop had never seen a guest in the book that had been prepaid. Amazing. That it, she's like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> and there was an email. Uh, Hi, golf shop team. There's a guest coming in today, uh, Matthew White. Um, that booking is considered prepaid. Um, in in repayment for shout out or something in repayment for shout outs or something. No one knew what that meant, but all it was is a zero dollar value. Leave that man alone. Right there. Yeah. It's pretty good. Look and, and to say that the game cost me nothing would be a lie. I lost uh, several golf balls. Yep. Uh countless amounts of my own pride. Mm. But thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, you didn't hit it that bad? No, I played it right. Yeah, the, Actually you didn't no, you know what? I dare say you played well. I hit the ball. I was pretty happy. Yeah. I really was. I didn't score too bad. And I think this is the problem with your golf. First of all, clearly you need a better quality of golf partner. <laughs> oh, definitely. Right. That day was not good. No, that day was good. I'm talking about normally, why oh, you don't yeah. play golf. Well, it's... It, and yeah, also, you need a better quality of course to go to. Yeah. Look, uh, I I'm not sure if that is it. It's part <laughs> of it. Part of it. I think... The, the plan for 2023 is to get back on the golf course on a more regular basis. Okay. Will you be taking Jake Bocock with you? No. Right. Yeah. So Jake, I did what, enjoy my time with Jake Bocock. He was your partner for the day. He was. And um, how'd you find that, Matt? Uh, he's a good fellow. I like Jake. He oh, he's a wonderful time. Uh, that wasn't what I was referring to. He didn't play very well. <laughs> he didn't play very well. Uh, he was. He's known as Tiger Woods in some circles. He. Let's just say on the first there on the pines. He blocked it almost right angles to the right. Yeah. 
Little Timmy was we, on a swing. And then we said, Hey, mom, look at me. I'm on the swing. Bam, I'm yeah. dead. And then we said, Mate, uh, you better hit another. Yeah. And he hit it in exactly the same spot. Correct. In fact, we found both balls touching well out of bounds touching within about three meters of each other. That's right. So, pinpoint accuracy from old Jakey. Well, it's the only time his balls have ever touched. Yeah. So, uh, to the boys up there at Sanctuary Cove, Timmy and Gailey, amazing. I really had a great time. Legend fellas, and we'll be getting you both on the pod in the very near future. Careful about getting them both on because they're both Raiders fans. That's fine. We've got three Raiders fans now that, that listen to the podcast. It's not good. It's not good. And to be perfectly honest, I'd just be happy with only getting two of them on. <laughs> Am I sensing a fuck Ronnie comment coming up? Fuck Ronnie. There you go. <laughs> Happy New Year, Ronnie. Love you. He wanted a shout out too. That's, that's <laughs> he got one early on. He got one early. He got one early on. He reminded me the golfers on the other day. And he, went, he goes, I want a shout out for that. 15 minutes. He got it. The first 15 minutes of the pod. All right. Most people are still listening. Yeah. Well, he's only good for 15 anyway. Okay. Look, let's move on. Let's get stuck into it. So right. it's been a busy time in sport. And we mm-hmm. could go back over all the shit that happened in 2022 at the back end. Mm-hmm. We can talk about Australia just destroying which, which we will. cricket. Which we will. Which we will. Which we're going to do next year. We're going to do... 20, uh, next week, sorry. <laughs> next week. It's a great start. This one takes stuff's if you, punishing. If, if you're looking for a podcast professional. <laughs> next week, we're going to do 2022 in review. But today, we thought we'd just kick on and talk about what's going on now. Okay. So the NRL off scene is, is already starting to really heat up. And there's Isn't been it? some stuff happen. Oh, yeah. And, and we're going to concentrate just on our own teams, okay. just for today. I think we, I think there's enough going on that we can. Yeah. We could probably do four hours on our own teams. Yeah. 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 And so we're going to start with the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, where I stand from, I'm a big team guy, right? So I'm all about value to the team. I'm go. all about selflessness. I'm Here all about... You're all about winding me up. When I hear... <laughs> no, no, no. When I hear that a kid walks out of a game or at halftime decides he's not going to go back on the field and he's going home mm. and I've had enough, yep. that kid is not in my club. Right. Who happened? Well, Cobbo had the big go at Kevin Walters and then it came out that last year during one of the games, he walked out of the dressing shed. Right. Didn't go back on the field. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's, now, if that's true... Because he's I still. I can't remember a time where he played half a game. Well, he he didn't. He refused to go back on, or he didn't go back on, or something happened. He's a bad dude. I can't remember. When bad that... dude. For one, he how old is he? 19, 20? Oh no, eighteen, nineteen. Child. Why is he calling the coach out? Yeah. Yep. Agreed. So, so that's one. Yep. Why does Why does an eighteen year old kid who is a a potential superstar of the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. no doubt he's talented. Mm-hmm. Shut up, mate. Mm-hmm. Bide your time. Mm-hmm. Don't be calling out. Kevin Mulders isn't the greatest coach. There's no doubt. No. He's not a bad coach, though. Well, according to the entire playing group, he's not a good coach. Really? Yes. Okay. So this is the this is the thing. The A lot of players have come out via third-party voices. Yeah. And there's been quite a bit of unrest. It's it's a whole different. And I can, I can tell you one thing that I that I've saw. Excuse me. I can tell you one thing that I saw that that made that in my mind. Yep, that's true. The way Kevy handled when Selwyn said on a podcast, "Yeah, look, he's a great bloke, but he's he's definitely not a good coach." 
Kevy needs to walk out two days later. Uh, th- no, the next day. Yeah. And go, that's how you play reserve grade. Yeah. Fuck that kid. But he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't. He went, oh, yeah, no, we've worked, we've worked through it. And, yeah, he's entitled to his opinion. And blah, blah, blah. It, was the, it was the most, if it was the most, oh, I'm just going to take that up the ass response he could have done. And that tells me he doesn't have control of the playing group. Okay. Because so if you're a coach, you command respect. Well, you, He's copped that from the 18-year-old. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and, so, and so then the next... Average. As a, as a fan of the Broncos, mm. what does that... How does that make you feel about 2023? Knowing that it's probably at... There's a very good chance at some stage during this year. It's been wildly... It's been wildly documented that Kevy's not running the boys around the park. Does he make, does he make the season? Does he finish the year out? Uh, I think a lot of that will depend on how good the Broncos go. Yeah, but okay. Are they going to go good? I think they're going to go well because I don't think he has any real input into how well they're going to go. I think their team is the same. If uh, their, team, their team has gotten better in the offseason. They haven't lost any majors. They've re-signed a lot of majors. They've picked up one or two. Young kids coming through. They've picked up a cracking buy from the Manly Seagulls. Do you know how cracking a buy it was? <laughs> it took till February for him to be signed by someone. No. No, no, not at all. He had three offers. He yeah. chose the wrongs. In February? Yeah. Right, look, here's the thing. You hate Marty Tapia. And you will too in by round 10. Maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe I will. I'm not saying I won't. Maybe I will. All I want to see is someone rip out one of his dreadies. The thing with Marty, we're moving. Hang on, what are we talking about first? All right, we're talking about. So I, I think they've got enough quality there. I think everyone's injury free. I'm looking at the team list now. Yep. Reese Walsh at number one, Corey Oates at on the wing, Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farnworth. Herbie Farnworth just signed another five year deal with the Broncos, long term deal. He had a Won- pretty good World Cup. Had a Old great Fun- World Cup. One of the best, probably one of the best players, if not almost the best player for England. Um, Selwyn Cobo on the other wing. Ezra Mam, uh, number six. Adam Reynolds, number seven. Then you've got, look at this, Tom Flegler, Billy Walters at nine, Payne Haas at ten, Kurt Capewell at eleven, Jordan Rickey at twelve, Paddy Carrigan at thirteen. Then you've got Corey Pakes, Marty Tapau, Keenan, Keenan Palacia, who's a massive unit, and Corey Jensen. That's mm. a team. Like, that's a good team. And they're not being run around the park on good authority. It's not very hard to find out when you do a bit of research. They're being run around the park by a coaching team, not by Kevy. Right. So I know this is mean because I love Kev, but I don't really care if he stays or goes. That's like Wayne Bennett is running the team, right? Craig Bellamy's running the team. Yep. That's not the vibe at Brisbane at the moment. Yeah, but is that a good thing, though? No, I think it'd be better if he did go. Because if that's not the vibe, I think we can do better. But if it's working, it's working. You can have Seabold back if you want. No, we're good. Okay. You, you can have him. Right. The well, Just on the Marty Tapau thing, and then I'll get off the Broncos bandwagon, and I'll let you talk Tommy Turbo. Yep. Because I know you're sitting there with a the heart on, waiting to talk about Tommy Turbo. He's got a new hamstring. He's had one imported from Sweden. Yeah. Yep, he's yep. he's a new man. He's got Lance, Am- Lance yep. Armstrong's hamstring. Yep, he'll be dead in four weeks. Yep, yep, sweet. He'll be injured again in round four. No, he won't. Anyway, nothing like a bit of peptide from California. If anyway. If Latrell can get through, then he will. Yeah, right. Anyway, I think 
This is my bet for Marty. I think Marty plays 15 minutes to 20 minutes a game. I think at Manly, first of all, Manly is shit, and he felt like he had to do too much because they're shit. So he would have but to throw an offload. That's, that's all he was playing. Because he, they're shit. He's going to do the same thing. Sure. I think he is now the old head, and the Broncos, their forward pack's amazing, but they're 12. They're prepubescent. Yeah. Right? They need... So the backs really came together when Reynolds came along and showed a bit of that mature head. Calm down. Let's play some football. And I think Marty Tapao will probably do that at training during the week and at game time in the in the 78th minute. Calm down, boys. We're all good. He's fresh off the bench. The coaches are going to say to Marty, we don't need you to do anything crazy. We don't need you to throw the ball. We don't need you to be in the play. We want three crash plays. Every set. And you're off. And I think if they use him like that, I think he's a good buy. If they start putting him in the run-on team and start saying, yep, you're our prop, I think I'll hate him by round 10. <laughs> That's my bet. That's my Marty's a power bet. If they use him as impact interchange, because he can be powerful when he wants to be. Oh, he's a big fella. If you can use him as an impact interchange and a senior player mentor, I think that's the best way to use Marty to power. All right. Talk Tommy Turbo. Go. Okay, so... Project Turbo has landed. Project so, Turbo. That's it. So Turbo's back in the land of Oz, <sighs> having been to the States yep. with the guru Bill Knowles. Some German geneticist. The guy that looked after <laughs> Luttrell, allowed Luttrell to play a whole season, which he's never done. Yeah. He's looking pretty good. He's looking pretty good, Tommy. He's I hope. looking good. You've seen him at an airport. No, no, no. He's looking, he's looking good. good. He's looking fit. He's looking happy. I think that's the main thing. I think he's always had this air of concern because he knows he's not right. Yeah, he's had an Australian accent in America for five weeks. Yeah. He's probably been rooting his way through life for that's five weeks That's how they fix straight. the hamstring. Is that's it? how they fix the hamstring. Thrusting exercises. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, they're, they're talking round one for why Tommy. Why do they call you Turbo? They, they're talking round one for Turbo. So I don't know, and obviously, manly oh. season, manly season begins. Hangs on turbo, absolutely, especially now. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Have they bought well? What's no, happened? They, no, they haven't. Have they done anything? No, they've done nothing. Right, they've lost a lot of players, but yes. no, nothing that's been major. Sure. Uh, I still think their team's pretty strong. I think they're a top eight team if if Tommy can stay on the field. That's it. But if Tommy doesn't stay on the field, it's going to be a lean year. Sure. But I'm excited to see what happens. If he makes through, if he gets through six or seven rounds on the trot, well, I'll be very happy. In some circles, there's some opinion that Tommy Turbo would be better suited in a five-eight role, so that he didn't have to cover top-speed sprints as often, because that's where the hammy goes. Hammy goes running backwards, catching a ball and taking off and reaching top speed. Yep. Right? What are your thoughts on that? I, I mean, he's I, not a 5 I don't, don't I don't think he's a 6. I don't think he's a 6 either. But we're talking about, I'm talking about how do you keep the kid in the game. Well, the talk is playing, long as you there's can. also talk of playing him in the centres, which would take a lot of pressure off him as well. Mm-hmm. He's a good centre. He's, he's a good centre. Big body. But he's the, he's the, he's the, at very worst, careful here. At very worst, 
I know what you nearly said. No, no, no. At very worst, right. he's the second best fullback in the game. That's at worst. That's terrible. At worst, okay. Who's in front of him? Like based on what? Are you serious? Yeah. Did you not see the the twenty twenty one season when he just tore everyone's asshole apart? Yeah, Milford had a good season too at fullback. Oh, please. what are we talking about? Milford. We're talking about now, now. Oh no, no, now. The potential for him. Potential. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. He is, at very worst, the second best fullback in the game and probably the best. And probably the best. You're going to sit there with that with that face. That's on camera, that face. Uh, absolutely. You think he's the best fullback in the game right now? No. If he's fit, right. he can be. He will be. Right. If he's fit. You saw what happened when he was fit in 2021. If he can play a whole season, there's every chance he wins the Dally M this year. In 2023. If he can play a whole if season. If he can play the whole... And, and this is everything Everything holds on that. Right. Right? <clears throat> I think okay. he has... I think he has more impact than Tedesco. Right? I think Tedesco... You think he has more impact? I do. I do. I think Tedesco right. has maybe more involvement, but I think he has more impact than Tedesco. I think Tedesco can overplay his hand. Right. I think Tedesco can get involved where he doesn't need to get involved. Don't get me wrong. Tedesco's brilliant. And in the New South Wales team, it suits to have Tedesco at fullback and have have him in the centres, mm-hmm. turbo in the centres, because that's better for the the team, right? But if I'm picking a team, mm-hmm. I'm picking turbo at fullback. Right. I wouldn't trade him. If I could have any other fullback in the game, I wouldn't trade him. If, okay. if if someone I've heard could it all. no 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 if someone could say if if someone said to me he's going to play twenty six games plus the semis da 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 you can have him who are you going to pick if you could pick any player to play number one for you who would you pick I pick Turbo really yeah hundred percent but New South Wales don't pick Turbo no and because, Australia doesn't pick Turbo. no no because, because because there's better fullbacks no, you're right no, no, well no, done no no there's not <laughs> it's because in New South Wales there's no better centers. No, that's yeah, not true. That's not true. There were 15 centres that didn't get picked. Yeah, but they picked no... Turbo because he's great. Yeah. He is great. That's right. But there's lots of centres. But you can't. But he's not good enough to push Tedesco no, out of the spot. No, that's why no, he didn't no, get No, You know why, though? Because Tedesco's got to be in the team. Yeah. Tedesco can only play fullback. No. Yes. Or wing. There is two spots. He couldn't play in the centres. He couldn't do what Turbo does in the centres. Tedesco's got, I think, a better passing game. He's also, oh. he's also faster. Oh, I don't know about that. I do. He's also faster in terms of zero to zero to sixty. He's probably not faster over the hundred, but in terms of supporting your forwards through the middle, he can go from zero to top speed very quickly. He's extremely elusive, but he's not as powerful, which is why Turbo goes to the centers. Turbo will run through a hole and bump three people off. Tedesco run through the hole, not get touched, and then when he gets through the hole, he won't then try and beat the fullback. He'll draw and pass. Tedesco's got a far better passing game. Turbo is amazing at support play, but when Tedesco gets the ball in support play, it's try. Tedesco's the best fullback in the comp. Yeah, I don't agree. Well, you don't have to. No, and that's fine. <laughs> We're allowed to have our uh, different opinions. I, al- I, also, I also think... Um, I was going to say underrated, but I don't think he is. I think in 2023, I think Caleb Ponga. No, don't is, start. He's going to be a really good... Do not start. This no, is he's that, in the wrong team. 
when, Mate, he, when he pulls on a Queensland jersey and he's got a six and a seven in front of oh, him, no. he's a different player. And you can't say he's not because he literally won game one last year. Yeah. Literally won game one against all the Blues. Against your centre. No, he didn't play. Turbo didn't play. Turbo didn't game play one. any games. Oh, he didn't play game one? No. I thought he played game one. He got no, he didn't play any games. Oh, okay. But Ponga ran rings around bloody Tedesco in that game. Yeah, I don't rate Ponga. Left to right pass, five-person cutout, bang, on the nipple. And then next time, dummy, going through the line. Oh, shit, he's fast he did, too. He did, have a good, he did have a good 20 minutes at the back the end of the game in game one. There's no doubt. I agree with that. But when he plays in a good team, he's just playing at the fucking Knights. And anyone who plays at the Knights deserves a fucking medal because that's hard work. It's only getting worse for him because Jackson Hastings there and he's BAD. I know. Yeah, I, I feel sorry for the for the kid, he's 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 a talent. Don't feel sorry for him, man. He he chose to go to the Knights. Yes, he chose to go. To the Knights. He could have gone even this season. He could have gone anywhere he wanted. Yes, yeah. He had to pick a sixteen teams. Yeah, no, you're right. He just, which is my point. He's fucking amazing. Yeah, but no, no, no. And he's playing a bunch of specials. Fuck. Yeah. And when you're when you're a fullback, you are at the mercy because you're a support player. So you are at the mercy of your forward go forward, and then what's your what's the play that the five eight and fullback. Uh, five, eight, and seven are calling. Yep. A lot of the time. If they're calling a play left and you've set up right every fucking time, you're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. You know, if you're calling, yeah, run a block, I'm out the back, and oh. they just keep hitting forwards, you're like, fuck me, give me the ball. Yeah. You know? So then in origin, <laughs> when bloody Cherry Evans just goes, bang, early ball out the back, everyone goes, shit, that guy's really good. Mm. <laughs> when he's not wearing blue and red. Interesting year ahead for, <laughs> for Daly Cherry Evans, I think. Yeah, well, he's off he's got, con. Yeah, he's got two. He's got two years left. He's got yeah, twenty three he and twenty four. He won't see those. Yet. He'll he'll have to lock something up this year. Well, he's been given. End. He's been given the extra year. Mm. So this year was supposed. Twenty twenty three was supposed to be his last one. I think right. he's got twenty twenty four. Option to extend or extend? No, that's it. He's already. That was the extra year. But is he has he accepted the extra year? Yeah. Or have they yeah. said it's there if you want? It? No, no, no. He's accepted. Okay. He, he did that last year. Right. Like middle of the year. Yeah. Okay. He's he's done. I think he's done after twenty twenty four. He'll be thirty four. He's over 30 now, I think. Is He's he? 32 or something, yeah. 32? He's been playing forever. Yeah. Don't forget that he, he, might, he was in, he was in, he won the comp in 2011. Yeah. He might do an Albert Kelly and just go in and be like a 14 for a team, like an aging, you know, like an aging yeah. 14. Yeah, yeah. I think because he's been 14 for Queensland a bunch of times. He can play a few positions. Yeah. But again, he's, you know, he's one of those good players that's in a shit team, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay. Plays three good games a year. You said that. Oh, no, he plays about eight good games a year. Yeah. He plays three, the three for Origin, then he plays about five real good games for Manly a year. Speaking of fullbacks, I will just say the Broncos have not had a fullback, a designated fullback, for well, like three or four years. He got old Reese Walsh, got the Guernsey before Christmas. Well, yeah. Given to him. Yeah. But I, lo- but I like how Herbie wants it and Cobo wants it. Now, I love that. No, no, I just mean I love that. Yeah, well, there's got to be competition. Because it means play. Yeah. Play hard. Yeah, go. Because not, you know, like Herbie made it very clear in his contract negotiations, I'd like to be considered. And when the t- If, yeah, if this you, doesn't work out, I'd like to be considered. But he's an amazing centre. But you, but you know why he wants to be, everyone wants fullback to be considered a fullback. Fullback money. Fullback money. Centre money is the worst money. It is the worst money. Which I don't understand. Is it the worst money? Well, it's the worst money in the back line. Yeah, it's the worst money. In it's the, the worst money in the back line. Yeah, actually, I th- it's I reckon. Is it the worst money in the team? No, nah, reserves the worst money. Oh well, starting team, starting you know, team, starting team. 
I think yeah, your 13's I think on good coin. 13, 9, and the props are on good coin. Yeah, I think second row, centre. Second rows and centre, which essentially the same position. Yeah. Are probably your lowest. But which instead, is tough because second rowers need, you know, 13's part of the spine now. I don't care what anyone says. 13 oh, no, 13 is your spine. It never used to be. 13 your next ball player. 13 used to be your third prop. Yeah. And now it's your yeah. Now it's your spine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, centre, centre. So that's why everyone's going, centre. I don't want to be a centre. That's why yeah. Ruben Garrick's like, oh, I want to be a fullback. Fuck off, mate. You're barely a winger. Yeah. Right? Just kick goals. Do your hair. Shut up. Good hair. Anyway. So we need <laughs> to start thinking about our ladders, where we think teams are going to be. Okay. We've got a few weeks up the sleeve yet. Right. But it's going to get it's going to get late early in mm. this preseason. Mm. I'm interested to see what happens with the dolphins. We call them the dolphins? What are we going to call them? Fish. <laughs> e- Bennett's barracudas. Porpoise. Porpoise. Poor part. The blowholes. The pelicans. <laughs> the blowholes. The pelicans. They'll, come, they'll, they'll, they'll blow down the oh. tunnel like a yeah. soft sou'wester. Yeah, no. Pelicans. Okay, enough of rugby league. Oh. Another big game of footy. We, we lost a bit of touch with the NFL the back end of last year. It just got a little bit mundane. The same old, same old. Well, we finished the podcast in mid Towards the back end. Yeah, yeah, towards the back end of But December. it was sort of middle, back end of the yeah, middle of the it was, season. Yeah, it was that. It was cold. No one was caring. Yeah. However, but it's, but it's a good game. Super Bowl. I'm gonna. I'm being bold. I I picked KC early on in the season. I like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Yep. But I think Philadelphia could be the best team in the NFL. I hate Philly. I hate Philly too. I don't know why. Yeah. I just don't like because well, I I support all New York teams mm. essentially, and mm. there's the New York Philly. Hatred, mm-hmm. and there's also that the Giants are in the same conference as the Eagles. Sure. So I'm not a big Phillies fan, but I tell you what, they're, I think they've got. Um, they're a good team. They're a good team. I I found myself oh, I found myself growing tired of Kansas City lately. Yep. Just because they, but I don't want to say that. I don't, there's one or two players that I I think when I think Kansas City, I'm like, ah, oh, you shit me. But I love Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he's a gun. I love Travis Kelsey as a, as a tight end. Well, his brother plays for the Eagles, so it's brother on brother. He does it. Two I Kelsey's. didn't know that. Yeah, really. Mum can't lose. Mum can't lose. Or, yeah. or she can. <laughs> well, she's probably got a favorite. Pick one. She's probably got a favorite. Yeah, they um, all do. But he, Travis Kelsey is the is the definition of a complete player. How good he, is he can run. He can jump. He can one handed catch. He can step. He he's fast. He blocks. He blocks. Yeah, he's good. He can bump off tackles. He can hurdle guys. Yeah. He's six foot a million. Weighs six hundred ton. Yeah. And if he's going to get tackled low, he just hurdles a guy, palms another, boom, end zone. Whatever. It's so reminiscent of Brady Gronkowski that yeah. Mahomes kills yeah. him. Yeah. It's exactly. Just, I was going to say the exact same. It's thing. just the when the chips are down, you know Mahomes is looking for Kelsey, yeah. and he gets that first down so I'm convinced many times. That's why he wears yellow gloves and yellow boots. Yeah. So, so he can see. Him. There he is. Yeah. yeah. Out of the corner of my eye. Yellow. Bang. Yeah. Yeah. But um, something to that. Yeah. I was uh, disappointed in the Bengals. Yeah. Because I did want them to win. Mainly because I love Jamar Chase. Yep. Jamar Chase is filthy as a wide receiver. Yeah. He made two or three. Unbelievable. Unbelievable catches yeah. in that game. Yep. 
And who's the other um, wide receiver on the other side who did an equally amazing job? Don't know. He's got a, a double barrel name. In the Bengals? Yeah, in the Bengals wide receiver. He's got a, got a hyphenated situation. Anyway, the Bengals wide receivers. You know how they said that that guy, um, the defensive tackle, that gave them 15 yards, yeah, gave him the field goal, lost the game. And the guy blew up. Sure. Oh, who blew up? Did you see that working walking back into the tunnel? No. That one of the one of the guys, one of the players, yeah, absolutely just why you touch that quarterback like fucking ripped him. Yeah, that like, guy, the guy's fired now. Uh, completely uncalled for. Yeah, like completely yeah. uncalled. He for. knows he just lost it. Yeah. yeah, but like, yeah, couldn't control himself. Yeah, but um, uh, what was I going to say? The wide receivers kept him in it longer than they should have been. Yeah. That was the point. The point was there was a couple of fourth down Hail Mary passes that Jamar Chase and old mate on the other wing just double marked, you know. Not Dub- T-, T. Higgins? No. Mm. Can't okay. his name. Anyway, they were, they were double marked Yeah, down the field. 40-yard pass. Just climbed above everyone. Bang. Yep, sweet. First down. And Joe Burrow's a freaking talent, though. He's good. I think the Bengals will be in it. In, in and around it for many years to come. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Are you saying Philly? No, I, I, look, I, I, I don't want, I'm not going to go against KC. I think that... You sure? Yeah, I'll stick with... I'll I'm going to go KC. You yeah. don't have a little bet? No, I, I'm not going against... I'm not going for the Eagles. You hate the Eagles, I hate the Eagles. Okay. Good. Okay. So it's KC for us. Now. When is it? Tuesday. Pardon me, I'm just eating. Tuesday morning. I'm a professional. I'm starving. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. Monday morning. Okay. Yeah. Monday morning. Monday morning. Yeah. So this Sunday, this coming Sunday in the States. So Monday morning our time. Right. 9.30 a.m. Which will be 8.30 a.m. our time. So the Philadelphia Eagles. Is it a... Who's a, who's at home? No, it's not home. It's... I don't even know where they're playing this year. Right. They play... It's a neutral ground. Okay. The Eagles are favourite at $1.78. Kansas City at $2.04. I think I'm getting all over KC. Yep. And the Sunshine Band. Nice. Oh, right. saw what you did there. See that? Yeah. Yeah, I think Kansas City is a lovely bet. I think Patrick Mahomes is just too fucking good. He's good, man. And if his offensive line can actually give him time... They win. I think that's where it's won and lost. Yeah. F- Philly are very physical. It's going to be an interesting game. Uh, I, yeah. Do you I'm agree not, with that, though? Yeah. I, I like... I think Mahomes is a freak. He's yeah. But if you give the freak time... Time, yeah. For sure. He wins. For sure. He wins. Yeah, I think so. That's where the game will be won and lost. Yeah. Philly's, Philly, Philly's defence will need to win the game. Yeah. Philly's, running ga- Philly's running game is pretty good, though. So it'll be interesting. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a really good game. Mm. Uh, well, Kansas City is the highest point scoring... Yep. Team in every quarter, in every game of the year. Mm. They've got the ho- they've got all the offensive stats. They win. Yeah. So the defensive team from Philly is going to have to win the game. Yep. Anyway. All right. Moving right along. Moving that was that on. look where yeah. we've done enough That's of that. It. Okay, golf. And really, there's only two world. Two, there's only two words which have consumed the golfing landscape in the last week. Yeah. That's McElroy v. Reed. Patrick. Now, I am quite comfortable in saying mm-hmm. 
that Patrick Reed is in the top five worst human beings on planet Earth. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, I think he's an absolute shit. I, you know, it's just a shit human. Yeah. If you some people are just shit blokes. Did he did he cheat that day as well? Yeah. Okay. No, not not on the last round. Right. Because I missed it the was, tree situation. Yeah. I need you to talk me through it. Well, the tree situation was. Yeah. He's hit a shot into a palm tree. And then he's taken out some binoculars, which I didn't think you were allowed to. But anyway, he took out the binoculars. And he identified his... he borrow them from a spectator? He borrowed them from someone. He didn't Mm -hmm. take them out of his thing, but he borrowed them from someone. And the tree was... It was 15 metres above him. It was a big freaking palm tree. Okay. And he has identified his ball completely because you have to be certain Mm -hmm. that it's your ball Mm -hmm. in a tree that was actually six metres left of the tree that the ball went into that you see on TV. Really? The ball went into the tree on the right-hand side and he identified his ball in the tree left of the tree that it went into. So his ball went past the tree that he thinks the ball was in. So there were there was a clump. There were th- I think there were three palm trees, maybe. Yes, yes. The one went in the right. The ball's gone in the one on the right. Right. And the one on the left, he's going... That's my ball. And the guy goes, Yep, okay, can you identify it? Hundred percent that's my ball. I've got I've got a I've got balls in my bag that have that marking because I put an arrow on the end of the Pro V one. Uh-huh. Because the arrow stops at the end of the Pro V one. So yes. I put an arrow on the end of the Pro V one. That's my ball. Uh-huh. Right? Now they go, Okay. And they didn't look at the they didn't look at the t- I don't think they had the vision. They nah, could get the too vision. Quick. Right? Yeah, too quick. So the rules official Gave right. him the drop. You get one shot penalty instead of it. If you lost your ball, you got to go back to the tee, mm-hmm. reload, mm-hmm. play three from the tee. Mm-hmm. Right? There's only a one shot penalty could drop at the base of the tree. Yes. Right. So he didn't lose distance. So he's hitting three. So he's hitting. Yep. So he's hitting three, but yep. from the base of the tree yes. rather than from the tee. Back there. So anyway, yeah, makes a five. Right. Right. Makes a bogey. Okay. When really. Probably more chance of there being double a double bogey. Sure, right. So, uh, so he cheats. So he che- well, it's known he's been caught like five times. Well, this is the thing for those of you who aren't golfers. Uh, F- Patrick, Patrick Reed, I call him, not Patrick, because it's Turby, Turby, Turby. Now that would be traditionally a mean thing to say. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a ter- he he's a gets called Patrick because he's a piece of shit. He cheats. He has moved his ball and said it didn't move. And we've got him on camera moving his ball. He has now done the tree thing. What else did he do? He put his club down behind the ball and moved it in and the bunker. In the bunker, so oh, like he three times his in the lie proved in the his lie in the bunker like three times. Mm-hmm. Got a terrible track record, and he's currently and apparently in college mm-hmm. he was ten times worse. Right, and now. He's currently in the process of suing Rory McIlroy. Ev- no, every person in the history of the planet that has ever said that he cheated. He's suing half the PGA Tour. He's suing the actual PGA Tour for defamation. Yeah. He's suing news outlets for saying, you've branded me as a cheat and now that's all people know me as. And everybody is just going, have you seen the footage, champ? Yeah. So it's like you were a bit of a dick because you cheated, but now you're actually trying to sue people that called you out for cheating yeah. 
when they have evidence that you did so. Yeah. He's 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 oblivious. He I think he's just one of he's I don't understand. He's I know some people that are seriously self unaware. Right. This guy could be the least self aware person on planet Earth. Right. Or maybe he's just been told that he's by certain people that he's so good mm. for his whole life yeah. that the rules don't apply to him. I think you're close there. Right? I think that's somewhere near the truth. I think that could be somewhere near the truth. Yeah. Now, that's half the field every time it tees up. Well, right? They've the all been told that they're something special. And yeah. trust me, you are something special if you're a professional golfer. Oh, yeah. It is a hard sport. Yeah, and to do what they do, full respect. Yeah, sure. You don't have to be a cock about it, right? Well, very few are. Yeah, that's right. Throw that in with the, the, the handshake interaction at the driving range mm-hmm. where he throws the tee at McElroy, which there's nothing in that. There's but, nothing in it. But it's just... That's a bit of media, that You one. can't be... You can't... But this is the arrogance that he just assumes that he can be suing these people. Cause he's he's, he's li- in a lawsuit with McElroy and he approaches him yeah, on the... On to the, shake his hand. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like uh, yeah. you're suing me? Like, imagine being McElroy. Yeah. Like, Patrick rots up. To shake your hand yeah. for the cameras, by the way, not because he wants to. Yeah, for sure. Right? And you turn around, you're just trying to hit balls, and the guy who's suing you yeah. rocks up behind you to shake you. Like, you're such a dickhead. Yeah. And that's why I just think that he... I think he believes the rules don't apply to him. He's well, been on a knows? pedestal his whole life. Narcissist. He, yeah. Cl- classic. Anyway, the, they let... Because it was in the desert, they let some live players who wanted to play yeah. play in the Saudi Open. Was it the Saudi Open? Yeah, whatever it is. Big one. Yeah, big one. Big, big. They're all big over there. That's the biggest one. Though. Yeah. That's the biggest big. one. And uh, Ronnie's Raiders. Dubai Desert Classic. There you go. Ronnie's Raiders called me up or sent me a text, reminded me that the final round was going down and it was a good one. I turned it on and uh, what a time. I was doing some quotes late at night and I had the, uh, the TV on. That was that was good golf watching. That was shot for shot. Patrick was playing so slow, like deliberately, deliberately playing yeah. slow yeah. to make Rory wait. Yeah. And Rory just handled it like a champ. Yeah. He just went, okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. So Rory, I think after this week, is the second, the person, maybe the second or the third longest people to ever hold number one. I think it's 115 weeks. Yeah, with an asterisk. Yeah, okay. But listen. Did you hear this? He would still yeah. have to be number one in September 2030 yeah. to be equal yeah. with Tiger. Yeah. he got to be number one yeah. for seven, nearly eight more years. Yes. The GOAT. The GOAT. I've got another one for you. John Rahm won at the Travelers Championship. Rambo. Rambo. Now, John Rahm is playing some golf. He is playing some golf. Love Ram. Love him. Do you? He doesn't give a shit about looking or acting like an athlete. He just goes, fuck you, I'm good at golf. And he walks out there and he's just fresh off a milkshake and he doesn't give a shit. And he bombs it. He's got a great short game. He's a lovely bloke. Good in interviews. He's never had a scandal, never had a bad thing to say about anyone. He is a quintessential poster boy for golf. Love Rambo. Hate his swing. Not the bad point. swing. Clearly not. No, I'd, I'd, I'd have. <laughs> but I know what you mean. But it's ugly. 
It doesn't. It doesn't look like you should be that good, but he's clearly I don't, I don't that know good. How he, I don't know how he gets any power. It's like a thirty-eight percent swing. I know, but he just. But it's so the transition sh- so quick, so shallow. That he like just there's generates. So many, there's so many things. I just look at it and go, I sort of swing like that. Sorta, of. mm. like it looks about that shit. Although I looked alright, got the got Look the weight through it. Yeah, got the weight through it. Thanks, Timmy. It's good. It's good areas. <laughs> good areas. Thanks, Manus. Rambo won the Travelers to win three PGA tournaments in a row. Right. Yep. Only fourteen times in history has that ever been done. Yeah, this is. I like where you're going here. Right. Eleven of those times were Tiger Woods. Yeah. Only 14 in history have won three in a row. So there's two other people. And 11 of those yeah. times were Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a legend. There's Ram, two other guys. And Tiger. And all this dude. Yeah. He's dude, he's just so good. Yeah, yeah love it. And yeah. and they've got their own league. TR, TRG. Yes. Tiger Rory Golf. We talked a bit about that at the end of last year. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. They're going to do more of those uh, pay-per-views. and. Yeah, well, they signed. Uh, Adam Scott decided to go there, and he's been actually playing all right lately. Yeah. Adam Scott decided to go there instead of Liv, because he was oh, thinking about going to Liv, joining the old, joining the old Australian Liv team, but mm. didn't. Fine with that. He's old now. Uh, he's gone into Tigerland. Yes. PGA's fucked. Tiger and Rory were the only two ones that everyone loved that were hanging around, and and maybe Rambo. Um, now they've done their own league. Like, yeah, I think it's a little different though. I think it's not. I think it's more. Well, it is, but if you're the PGA and you're going to let Tiger Rory League play, yeah, but it's not a league, is it? Though they're more doing pay per view events and stuff like that. Like it's uh, doesn't matter. You sign. You've got yeah. to sign up your players. Yeah. It's exactly the same shit. Right. I mean, yeah, the PJ's gone. The PJ's in so much. It's in more trouble than Speed Gordon. Ava. Yeah, it's not good. It's Ava. It's not good. <laughs> we'll talk more about golf throughout the year, as okay. I'm sure it uh, it transpires. What's the next thing? Oh, I've got rugby on here because I just need to say one thing, and we're not going to talk for very long. Eddie's back. Because we talk about the worst sporting... Organisations. Organisations in Australia. Self-unaware. The worst administrations <laughs> going around. Eddie Jones mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. became the next Australian rugby coach officially, or mm-hmm. yesterday, one of them, today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Eddie Jones was the coach before. Mm-hmm. They had to punt Eddie Jones, similar to Kevy Walters. There was that much backlash. Mm-hmm. And not only that, when Rod McQueen finished in 2002, in the ARU head office, in the trophy cabinet, was every possible trophy that could be won by a national rugby team. Yes. Every single trophy that Australia could win was in the trophy cabinet. Mm-hmm. By the time Eddie finished, mm-hmm. there was nothing but uh-huh. cobwebs. Yep. He went to England. He did well with England for Very a while. Very well. This is the problem. Hang on. Got sacked. Right? He got sacked last year. Okay. Didn't make it through. Got sacked. Yep. Now... I get that coaching national teams is not a long-term thing. Mm-hmm. If you get four years out of a coach, I think that's a good run. If you get two World Cups out of a coach, or not even that, you probably need two years prior to a World Cup, then the World Cup, and if you can make it to the next World Cup, that's six years. 
It's probably too long. But why are we going back to Eddie Jones? David Rennie wasn't great, but he was making some, at least making some moves forward. I didn't agree with some of the stuff that he was doing. He was giving, he was sharing the load way too much mm-hmm. to the detriment of the team. Yep. Although maybe in the long run it may not have been, but there was a bit of short-term pain, long-term gain apparently, but we're not going to see that long-term gain. I don't agree with the Eddie Jones appointment. It okay. will be interesting to see yep. whether he's going to be able to sort of do what happened when, when Rob McQueen left and just ride on the coattails for a bit. Because there are there are there's some talent in Australian rugby, but there's also some dickheads. There's some dickheads. Interesting. Watch this space. I don't know what to think. Yeah, I think uh, he got called a traitor. Let's remember that. Yeah, by the fans. Yeah. Now he's back. Yeah. So. Oh yeah! If you lose a job, do you get it back? I don't know. You, I mean, you've got to do something to get it back. If you sack a coach... He's done well with England. If though, you sack a coach, yeah. there's a reason for that coach being sacked. And now, maybe, you maybe ret- we don't know the reason. So maybe there was problems with some of the players personally that now are not in the team. Possibly. Maybe they actually didn't have a problem with his coaching. It was it was well over a decade ago that he coached the Wallabies. That's like what I'm he saying. Coached, he coached the... I, I remember... They're not even from the same group Oh seven maybe. Yeah, he was there for a while. It's twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's twenty three. It's a long time it's nearly ago. Seven years. It, well, it's sixteen years. Ah, uh, sorry, it's nearly twenty years. Yeah, what so it's a long time ago, right? So, yeah. yeah. So maybe there was a personal, possibly. You know, maybe we don't know. But I don't know. Don't underqualified. Like it. It's underqualified. It is. It is mm. very underqualified. But your vibe is fuck off, Eddie. Correct. All right, for okay. sure. For a couple of reasons. Just to be clear. For a couple of reasons. Good. But, okay. Next. Next thing is that the. The head of rugby globally, whatever they call themselves, right, are proposing, well, they're implementing a new tackle law. I don't know if you know about this. Another one. Another tackle law. Mm-hmm. So, below the waist. Only. Only below the waist. If you tackle someone around the midriff, it's a penalty. Right? Now, this is for, not for professional rugby, this is for amateur rugby. There has been such an uproar at this ridiculous rule change. Australian rugby have already said we're not going to implement it in our in our thing. Now that now because of the massive outcry, they're coming back going. Well, maybe we'll make it below the sternum. At the moment, at the moment, it's nipples, right? Which is essentially sternum. Is it? Right? For rugby, if you tackle above the nipples... What? Yeah. If you tackle around the shoulders, that's a penalty. That's what? a high tackle. Absolutely. What? 100%. It is now. 100%. That's a shit game. Yeah. So what they've what they've done now, they've taken all the contest out of the breakdown at the ruck. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they've made the scrum a laughing stock. Yeah. Just a time waste. Yeah. They're now saying you can't tackle... They're now penalising offensive players if if people run into their shoulder. People with the ball. If tacklers run into their shoulder and they get bumped off by a shoulder into the head, they're starting to penalise the guy with the ball. The guy 
with the ball, right? Yeah. The for game, being an aggressive runner. Well, for, for, for a high shot. The game is, is losing the plot. Now, it's sad because, because I coach junior rugby here on the Gold Coast. You floored me with this. Yeah. You fl- I, the I, game, I didn't know this. The game is losing the plot. And this tackle law, and, and I, I'm tipping. Do you think it'll come in? I'm tipping it won't. All right. I'm tipping Australian rugby always said we're, we're, we're not going to do it. Right. But in the Northern Hemisphere where all these decisions get made, right, they're doing it. They're bringing it in. Now, there's been massive outcry in the last week and a half about it. So they, it, they may not bring in the – but the fact that they think that's how they're going to solve the problem, it, the fact that you can't attack the ball as a tackler – yeah, that's where you run the ball. It's just going to be. So if they'll I, just be coaching. So if I ran the ball at rugby, yeah. you're saying if I held it above my nipple, yep. no one can touch me. Can't no, can't touch, touch the, the ball. ball. That's what I'm saying. But you've got to tackle below the nipples. Yeah. So when when a ref when a ref talks to my boys before they run on under 16s last year, tackles below the nipples, boys. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So anyway, r- rugby is dying a slow death. And if well, this, it's going to be a very quick death. It'll be, and it will be a quick if, death. Let me tell you if this: this if my up. kid's playing rugby right now, yeah. and I heard that, yeah. he now he now plays rugby league for sure. But then rugby league have brought in the no tackle rule to like under eights. Yeah, uh, you you can tackle at the end of under sevens, and even then there was outcry. Yeah, and we're talking full. Right. Yeah. Anyway, okay. EPL. Jesus Christ. EPL. Oh, do you want to talk about the Premier League? Well, we Yay! have to. We have to. Let's talk about Man United versus Arsenal. Well, it was 3-2. Three, three yeah. It was a good game. Great game. Yeah. I, I can't even bag United. It was just a good do, game. Do, do you know what, though? I think Man, Man United are going okay. Man United are going okay. Man United are going okay. Right. and But Arsenal are going very well. Ugh. And Man City, I think old Pepe, come Pep, out and said that... Pep's in trouble. Uh, I'm out. He's almost saying we can't win. Mm. I think he actually said that. Yeah. He no. He said it. What he said was uh, clever because Pep's clever. He went. He was trying to deflect away from him, and I'll do my best Pep accent. No, no, no. You can't. Yeah. I won't do Pep. Please don't. But Pep goes. Uh, you know, commentators are into him. Oh, how are you going to win it from here, Pep? How are you going to win it? Yeah, yeah. Brilliantly, he put it back on them. What are you kidding? We can't win. We can't, the way Arsenal are playing, the way they're doing this, man, United playing amazing. What are you talking about? The way we're playing, we play terrible football. We're terrible. We're playing shocking, right? Now, what's all the headline? The headline's that. Yeah. He takes pressure off his players. Now, now, man, City can just play freely because no one thinks they can win. Because well, he says that. Because Pep's been there and done it before. Oh, for sure, for sure. Pep's clever. There's, and, you know, there's still th- essentially almost th- three months to go. In the yeah. Premier League. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've only played, well, 20, 20 or 21 games of the top games out of 36. They play 36 games, don't they? Uh, 30, 38. Yeah, they play heaps. Yeah, play heaps. And then they've got FA, FA Cup, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So, you know, Arsenal are five points ahead with a game, with, with a at game. least one game in hand. With a game. Uh, two, two in hand against Tottenham. Uh, <laughs> now, I would like to just give a shout out here. I'd like to give a shout-out to Chris Ackerman of Protozoan Kitchens, wonderful 
cabinet makers on the Gold Coast. I'll give you a bit of love there, Chris. However, you can also suck my left nut because <laughs> when we beat Arsenal, when we beat Brighton 4-2, and Brighton are going very well, mind no, you. Sixth I'm place on the loving a bit of Brighton. Sixth place on the ladder. They've got a team. So is Fulham, mate. Brentford. Like, there's some... Yeah, Fulham's going good. Fulham's going really Brighton's good. Brighton's going really good for Brighton. But anyway, we beat Brighton 4-2 back on the 1st of January. And the comment was made by young Ackerman and Scott Noonan, who's also out there as well. Shout out. Suck my right one while Ackerman's on the left. Uh, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, Arsenal have got to play a bunch of... Well, they've played all the shit teams. They've got to play the good teams now. Zero points between now and February. Zero points. Fuck you. We've had one draw. Yeah, they haven't lost. So, no, we haven't lost. So, we drew with Newcastle, who are flying. Who Are they second? They're third. Third. We drew with Newcastle, which was a cracking game. Uh, we then Isn't it amazing, with a bit of an injection of funds with new owners, how quickly shit can turn around? Oh, yeah. Newcastle is like... And Newca- full. And full. And full. But yeah. Newcastle have like gone from zero yeah. to hero. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we then put two nil past Tottenham, and it should have been five. Uh, we then beat both of those people who I was just talked about. Go for Manchester United. <laughs> we then beat United three two, and we've taken nearly full points in January. Anyway, that was all. Just a little fuck you yeah. from me. I tell, <laughs> I tell you what, though, what's shaping and, and it's always yet to play City though. Get, well, man, and don't forget, man, uh, man United beat Man City. Good game, scored two goals in the last 12 minutes. They did. United are playing annoyingly very, very well. Yeah. He's he's very doing well. well, Ten Hag. He's doing really well. He is. Uh, he got rid of Ronaldo. Yeah. And somehow he's convinced Bruno Fernandes to pass the fucking ball. Yeah. Somehow. Do you know who's good? Marcus Rashford is fucking good. He's fucking good. I He's probably the only United player that I'm like, I'd have him. He's good. Yeah. God, he's good. He's good. Some of the shit he's done in the last few weeks, mm-hmm. I just watch and go, wow. Yeah. He's good on the wing. He's not a number nine. Yeah. And I think where United are just not there is they just don't have that number nine. Yeah, they need a genuine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they've got um, Nunez. It, What's his name? Nunez? Yeah. That, yeah. That guy. So that he he's trying to be the nine. This well, they've guy, just signed Weghorst, who's come across yeah, over the break. He's a Peter Crouch. He's 800 metres tall. Yeah, he's big. Right? He's big. But he hasn't scored a header yet. <laughs> so why'd you buy him? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Right? But Nunez is one of the best players on the ball. He's got touch for days. His off-the-ball runs are amazing. He's quick as balls. The guy couldn't hit the backside of a barn with a million shots. Yeah. He'll have 15 shots, 14 will miss the target. But he gets himself into the most incredible positions. He just needs shooting lessons, and he could be amazing. Um, Harlan's gone quiet for Man City as well. Has. Very quiet. He has. Um, he might have discovered that he's mortal. He may have lost a little bit of confidence. Yeah, well, it's a long year. And it's yeah. and it's a... And he's playing at that high level. It's a f- it, it's the most frenetic competition Oh yeah, in the world. Oh yeah, F- from a football perspective, like it is oh, so yeah. fast. You know, it's it's not clinical like probably what he's been used to playing in, where it's take you know, your time. Take your time. This mm. is like mm-hmm. yeah, this is the this is showtime. Showtime soccer. 
Yes. Yeah. So anyway, it's interesting. We're getting to that pointy end of the season, but the the it's always I. I we think about the back end of the table. Around, back half? Yeah, the back half. We like and, to talk and about that the back is, that is an interesting proposition about, okay. about who who is looking at going down, who's going to start fighting for I'm relegation. I'm shocked that Southampton and Everton are both in the, uh, the uh, last and second last. Yeah. That shocks me. And yeah. let me tell you, I think if Southampton go down, which it looks like they will, Ward Prowse has an exit clause in his strategy because that guy is amazing. Yeah. I would have Ward Prowse in the Arsenal team tomorrow. Yeah. Ward Prowse, if you are listening, and I know you do, good friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Give me a call. Yeah. I'll get you an Arsenal contract sure. by the end of the week. But mate, it's very tight. Thirteen through to twenty, there's six points between <laughs> them. Yeah. And it's Thirteen to twenty, there is thirteen six to twenty. Points. There's six points, and to be honest, wow. you could go fourteen to twenty. There are three points between fourteen them. to twenty. There are three points, right. and I just put Nottingham Forest in there at thirteen, but there are three points between. I can't believe Notts. Nottingham Forest are beating Leicester, Wolves, Bournemouth, Everton, and Southampton. What the fuck is going on yeah. in the world? Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy time. Brentford is eighth. Yeah, Brentford eighth. Brighton a sixth. Yeah, Fulham seven. Is the world gone mad? Chelsea and Liverpool nine and ten. Hey, where's Arsenal? Oh, they're up the top. Yeah, I've stopped looking. (laughs) All right, so we're getting to the end. We're getting to the end. We can't finish tonight without mentioning a special event that officially underqualified is going to be included in up there, north of the Queef. Oh, yes. I thought you were talking about the... No. I thought you were talking about that. The Rugby League Masters is six weeks away. Yes, it is. Five weeks away. Six weeks away. Six weeks away. 16th and 17th of March. Oh, look at you go. Runaway Bay Rugby (laughs) League. (laughs) Ah, The boys. The Bay old boys. Yes. Go the Bay. Fuck Burley. Um, That's what we always say. (laughs) Excellent. In the same sentence every time? Every time. Yeah. yeah one goes with the other. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. <laughs> I am an ex. Look forward to that. Go Bay. <laughs> Fuck Burley. Yeah. And Gailey. Gailey's a Burley man. Oh. So we go. have a little bit of a... <laughs> a little bit of pushback there. I can imagine. Anyway. Uh, you leave yep. Gailey alone. <laughs> you leave my friend alone. Uh, 30, 35 teams, 36 teams coming to the Gold Coast. Uh, all a bunch of old, degenerate, over-the-hill men uh, coming together. Raise money for charity. Raise There's a men's mental health charity uh, that is going to greatly benefit from the event and also all the money raised by the Runaway Bay Junior, uh, Runaway Bay Old Boys will be dispersed throughout the junior and senior football teams. So we're really given... It's um, it's an officially an organisation, which is really cool. So Runaway Bay Old Boys, um, Mick and Glenn, the two um, dads that are running it, over the Christmas break, they've been work, working really, really hard. They've actually got the Runaway Old Boys is a certified organisation now. Um, so all the money is going to be accounted for, all not-for-profit. It's all going to be delivered through back to the club and, yeah, just going to be good. Officially underqualified. We're on jerseys, bro, which I showed you. Yeah, looks pretty and cool. And you were like, holy shit. Yeah. So really cool. The Titans All-Ability team um, are going to come. Uh, on and on the Friday night, the last game of the whole tournament, the Titans All Ability team will be playing 
a bunch of the old boys from all different teams are going to get together to make a team and we're just going to have an exhibition, which is going to be great fun. It's going to be some Titans down there signing autographs. It's going to be some professional footballers down there. It's going to be a good time to come down for a beer Thursday, Friday, 16th and 17th of March if you are around. For no other reason, just come and watch me get my head slammed because apparently I'm playing fullback. Come and have a talk to us. We'll be up there in an I'll official... Be the, I'll be the guy in with a knee brace on both legs. Not only <laughs> not only will Greg be playing, but Greg and I will be there in an official capacity. In in an unofficially... Mm, officially, yes. Uh, uh, what uh, are we? Uh, officially underqualified, official capacity. Official capacity yeah. that's underqualified. So we'll be, doing, we'll be doing all the media. We'll be looking after yep. uh, the interviews and maybe probably run a live podcast from up there. There's, yep. We've got a few things in the... In the mix. You can uh, do a potty up there and we'll sit down. We'll get a tent right behind the goalpost and field one. Yep. We might grab some or- some of the organisers. They can sit in for a potty. Yep. Uh, we will be calling it potty the entire time because that's what they say. Well, we won't. But, uh, that's what we say in Pelican's Queef. Yes. All right. Um, yeah. No, that'd be good. It's going to be fun. We're going to do some interviews. We're going to put it on the Facebook page. Um, we're also going to throw up their uh, little interviews with the sponsors that are supporting this event that are supporting men's health charities, that are supporting junior football. So if there's any listeners on our podcast that, yeah. that see those brands and those companies, please support them because they're supporting us. Yeah, so we'll be putting all the information through our socials. So make sure you follow uh, the Masters and keep abreast of what's going on. Yeah. My goal is to get Matt to play one minute of football. Shan't happen. <laughs> Shan't happen. But I shall commentate. <laughs> You'll commentate me. Now. Now, here comes the spastic up there. Yep, now. and he's dead. And he's dead. Now. <laughs> Now. Now what? We've run out it of wasn't, time. No, no, we've we got one more thing we need to touch on. How long have we been going for? It's an hour of 14. Oh, it's a long one. Well, it's our first one back. Okay. But I'm really hungry. Yep. We need to take a bit of a somber note here. Something tragic happened over oh, the break. Oh, that. Oh, this is a long story, though. Something happened tragically over the break, which we will cover on next week's podcast. Yes. There's a tease for you. There's a tease. Yes. It's, a, it's a first-hand account. Oh, it's, yeah, 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 absolutely. And you need to stay tuned. We might find a place in the middle of the podcast. Right. So that it's not the back end. Yes. The back half. Yes. But rest assured that next week we're going to be doing the year in review that was 2022. Okay. We're going to be talking about Greg's... Well, I'll give you a teaser. I'll give you a teaser. So it's... Uh, I'm hesitant to talk about it on the podcast... Because I don't want to sensationalise yes. the event. Of course. Because it was pretty rough. So we're talking about the, the chopper accident that happened over SeaWorld. However, um, for those of you that don't know who are listening, I was like the third or fourth guy there. So I had to handle everything that happened. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to gain ratings yes. because of that. So you know what? We won't talk about we it won't next talk week. About it. Because I don't want people tuning in because of that. Because yeah. I don't want to gain ratings over things that happened but yes it was very heavy um yeah saw the, saw the accident happen up there hit the accelerator on the uh on the boat and quickly ran over left the wife and kids about 40 meters down the beach because i said you guys don't come penny was yelling at me saying what are you doing i'm like babe they're on a sandbank yeah there's no one that can help them like we have to go and yeah it took 45 minutes really 40 to 45 minutes for emergency services to get there because scary. we're on a sandbank scary because th- we could see them yeah. over there. They couldn't get there. So, yeah, uh, I, I ran over there basically. And um, luckily, one of the th- 
second guy there was an off-duty fiery. And I said, cool. I said, what do we do, man? He's like, he, and he looked at me and another guy and he goes, are you guys good to help? He goes, this is going to be really fucked up. He goes, a lot of people are dead in there, but we got to get them out because there's fuel everywhere. Are you good to help? It's going to be messy. And I went, man, if you're making the decisions, I'm good. I'm your, I'm your hands. So we just uh, did what we had to do and, and helped out some people and it looks like that young boy's going to survive, which, yeah. is, which is nice. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Full on, yeah. but I won't. Uh, we won't talk. We won't it. talk That's any it. more about it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Because I don't want to profit off that shit. You know what I mean? No. But it was nice to be there. It was nice to help. And um, yeah, you know what is messed up though, which I will say, mm. the cops haven't called me. Like right. I've given a statement. I'm on body cam saying, "Yeah, I was the first one here, and I carried all those people out of the chopper and you know, all the had to deal with dead bodies and yes. stuff." And the guy's like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks for that. We'll be in touch. Right. Nope. Mm. I'm like, don't you have a duty of care? Like, I am fine, for those of you paying attention. Yes. I'm good. Yeah. Like, I've talked about it with a lot of people in my yeah. life, and I've moved on, and we're good. Yeah. Right? But shouldn't they have, like, a duty of care to be like, that guy just dealt with some serious shit? Yeah. You would think so. <laughs> nah. You would think so. Yeah. So, I was a bit disappointed with that, but um, no, apparently there's going to be a bloody inquest and all that, and Probably going to need another statement, so yeah. I'm glad you're okay, mate. I'm good. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on that note. On that note. It's not a great place to leave it, but we're going to. Well, we will. We've had a, we've had a good first run back for 2023. Yep. Next week we'll talk about, uh, we'll unpack what was the year of 2022 for officially underqualified. Okay. We and I'm sure there'll be some more stuff to chat about as well. Well, next week there's some trials this weekend. There are. Yeah. The, the uh, porpoises are having a hit out. The porpoises are having a hit out. Um, the baby Broncos put up their team list. Uh, Tristan Sale is the only name I recognise mm. in their in their team list against uh, Redcliffe, but um, not Redcliffe, um, Wynnum. But no, there's a few few games going on. Yep. EPL's back this weekend. Yep. Last shout out of the podcast, go and then it. we go. Go for it, Heathy man. My number one. Yeah. My big boy. Turns nine on Sunday. Wow. Get around nine. him. Get around him. If you're out there, message him. If you if you love Heath, get on the get on the pace of page. Give Heath a love. Happy birthday for Sunday, Heathy. Yeah. One of the best. One of the best. Been on the podcast a few times, has, has he? Has. He's actually our most frequent visitor. He is. He's our <laughs> is it? He's our number one guest. <laughs> Just eats chips in the corner well, and plays yeah, roadblocks. Probably the, the only guy that had some positive input on the podcast yeah. of my guests. So far. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, mate. It's been great. I've enjoyed it. Very good. We'll be back again next week. But for now, catch you next week. Ava. You just ruined it. No. just ruined it. Now it's better. Ava. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Officially Underqualified. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like more, You'll find us on all good podcasting platforms. Don't forget to follow us and give the show a five-star review. It really helps us to grow the show.